Live from New York, it's Esther Engineer. Goose. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> Untitled Engineer. Congratulations yeah. to all my geese. Okay, so uh, welcome to Ask an Engineer. This is yet another 8 p.m. show that we do every single week. It's me, Lady Ada. With me is Mr. Lady Ada. We're broadcasting live from the water-drenched downtown Manhattan factory yeah. where we do all the electronics and the design. minor leak. Now you so might see water just actually, kind of... I, I got to move the bucket a little Wait, bit. Wait, you got to move the bucket? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, highest quality warehouse factory. Look, here's the thing. In New York, the buildings are alive. You have to take care of them. No, I know. They're like pets. And, and uh, we have a skylight. And one of the reasons we got this building is because we want to do drone delivery one day. And we have a skylight. Unfortunately, every skylight always forever, whether Leaks it's been always. a retail location, a home location, or now... A water business just location. wants to get everywhere. Water loves it dripping. It just loves dripping. Yeah. Okay. Right. But uh, we've got an exciting show for you tonight. Uh, like I said, this is where we do all the design, test, manufacture, shipping, and coding of the electronic goodies that you know and love. But uh, we're going to have an hour full of exciting news from around the maker world, including some new products, demos, videos, guides, and more. Kick it off, Mr. Lady Ada. All right. What's on tonight's show? On tonight's show, the code is Mini Pi TFT, and it's because we have a product called my Mini uh, Pi TFT. So check it out, and on checkout, use code Mini Pi TFT all the way up to 11:59 p.m. Eastern Time. You get 10% off anything in stock, except for AdaBox and gift Software. certificates and Code Academy yes. courses. It supports us, an open source hardware company in New York City. We are venture capital free, loan free. We are profitable. We are in business. And here's here the ladies. Are some of some the of them. women who run 
Adafruit. Uh, we had a photo a couple weeks ago, so I'll be using these photos next couple weeks. Lady Ada will be talking about who was on the show and tell and what they shared. We have some make code with JP. We have some Python on hardware news. Time travel look around the world of makers, hackers, artists, and engineers. We've got some 3D printing, some main New York City factory footage, some new products. We'll answer your questions. We do that over on adafruit.it slash discord, where you can join all 14,000 of us. We'll do some top secret. We'll give something away. All that and more on, you guessed it, Ask an Engineer. OK, well, uh, bill paying time. That's Remember, right. Mini pi tip t is the code. You don't need to do the capitalization, but uh, you can if you Maybe, want. Maybe, yeah, but I don't you don't have to. Know. And we also have the free deals this week. They're changing Some up a little bit. updates for the Halloween season. Yeah, so what did they get, Lady Ada? I'm so glad you asked. At $49 or more, you get one of the three different options we have. I know this is, it says four things, but you'll get either sticker sheet number one, sticker sheet number two, or the Halloween um, decorative cards. We have a bunch left over from last Halloween, and we're like, you know what? Let's give these away to people who place orders for $50 or more. Uh, you'll get a random one, and uh, when we're out, we're out. So pick one up, and now's the perfect time because it's Halloween, and these are wonderful stickers and characters in costume. When uh, $99 or more, you get a free Perm Proto half-size breadboard. This is our favorite freebie. It's great for taking your subtlest breadboard projects and making them permanent. $199 or more, you get free UPS ground shipping and content to the United States. Not spooky shipping, uh, even though it's spooky season. It is uh, trustworthy, reliable, trackable, insured shipping. So we like it. It's a reliable thing in a scary world. $299 or more, you'll get a free Circuit Playground Express. Our all-in-one development board, which has LEDs, um, sensors, buttons, switches, capacitive touch sensing, all that good stuff. And it runs Arduino, code.org, CS Discovery, CircuitPython, uh, MakeCode. Um, MicroLisp, TeenyGo, and a bunch of other languages. Um, it's a great way to get started with an electronics project and a great gift for people who want to learn how to build stuff. Okay. Don't forget, UPS Ground, that's the way to go. Postal, like I said, not spooky. If you like mysteries. Yeah, it's a little spooky. And DHL International. Not spooky. If you're in Manhattan, you can check out before 11 a.m. and you get same-day delivery if it's a zip code that we can get it to you. Show and tell. People around the world showing and sharing their projects. Lady Ada, who's on the show and tell, and what did they share this week? I'm glad you asked. We had a bunch of people from Adafruit. Brent uh, showed off his guide that he just wrapped up. We'll be talking about that later. It's a plant monitor using AWS IoT, which is pretty exciting because anyone who's used AWS IoT knows that it has a lot of a security um, certificate implementations that you need to take care of to make it work. And now it works with CircuitPython, which means it's the easiest possible way to use AWS IoT. Um, you get to take advantage of CircuitPython, all the drivers we have, the easy code we have, Display.io, um, and uh, we show you how to literally, you download the certificate from Amazon that they provide to you, and you place it on the file system, and it uses it, it done, that's it, it's so easy. Um, you don't have to worry about recompiling any code or like including things or special hardware. Um, so it's very exciting because now we support um, the four most popular IoT services, which is um, Amazon AWS, Google Cloud, Microsoft Azure, and Adafruit IO. Yeah. There's that's nothing it. else, that's it, top that four. Is, that is true. GP uh, showed off. He played a little bit this week with the um, MakeCode Arcade new sprite editor. He says it's a big improvement um, over the last one. The last one was a big improvement over anything else. So it's really great now. And it even comes with built-in motion effects. So it could make your game 
um, characters act in, in cool creative ways. They have motions that they can do where you don't have to program in every single motion artifact. It kind of like you tell it you want it to shake or you want it to like swoosh and it will do it for you, which is pretty neat. Melissa, I made a little Halloween pumpkin Bluetooth Low Energy project using a Circuit Playground Bluefruit and showed that off. Also, a really nice 3D print of the scary pumpkin patch. Known Pedro's guide this week was a uh, candy bowl with a Halloween M4 and um, LED effects uh, that were programmed by John Sampson. It's a, uh, a big upcycle from a nice but not electronic-y enough candy bowl that they got, I think, at Target. And then Eduardo wowed us with his super hot, super cool thermal camera, di thermal camera DIY build. He's got a breadboard. He wants to make it all-in-one. It's got yeah. great software. It's got uh, user interfaces. It's I nice. might clip this video and put it in the show next week so we can show. I've been doing that lately. Yeah. It was such an impressive project. An under $100 thermal camera and thinking about all the free ways that you can look at the data and more. So he talked about it for education, underdeveloped areas. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's a powerful thermal camera module. Yeah. Um, it's really good. You can, you, you, thermal cameras are often $500 or they're um, export controlled. Mm -hmm. And this one is just slow enough, just low power enough that you can use it anywhere. And yeah, with all this extra software, it's a very powerful tool. All participants on the show and tell get as seen on the show and tell sticker and sometimes we even send you free electronics. Yeah. Uh, email supportedadafruit.com and get your sticker. If you're a kid, please have a parent or guardian do that for you. It's part of our Adafruit live series of shows tomorrow, JP at 4 p.m. Eastern time will be doing his show. Here is a look back of last week's show with the goose mask. Take it away. And because JP is usually doing our AdaBox unboxings, I want to do a reminder. Go to AdaBox.com. You can see how many days are left. And Limited. That means that is when the cutoff will happen, and we'll probably run out before then. A little bit of a reminder because we have this video. This is Nikki. This is Minium. Yeah, yeah. What you want to be is like them, given these gifts. Look at these happy people. You don't want to be like, I didn't get any AdaBox this year. So don't forget, this is a reminder. I'll be doing this each week on the show. AdaBox.com. Pick up your subscription or give it as a gift. Even if you have it and you like it, give it as a gift. It's great for parents and kids to do together. It's great for people yeah. who are just starting electronics. It's great for people who already know a little bit of electronics. Yeah. It's designed, you don't have to have any tools. When we when we sell the boxes, we, we assume that this is your first time ever making yeah. a project. Let's say you have an enemy and you want to patch things up. This is a way to do it. Yeah. Or if you have an enemy and you're just like, you know, if they had a hobby, they'd stop being, they'd stop being so annoying. Yeah. That's a way to do it too. Ooh. Multi-purpose. Yeah. Friends, okay. Family. Family. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So, uh, make code minute. JP does this every single week. The one that he's going to show tomorrow is going to be really neat because it has the new animation sprite editor. But here is last week's make code minute from JP. Take it away. Take it away.
so I wanted to show you an example today in Make Code Minute of threading. Now, in dealing with microcontrollers, sometimes you'll run into this issue of it being difficult to do two things at once. One of the very cool things about Make Code is that it is threaded or multi-threaded. So it can do two things at the same time without them really bumping into each other. Uh, and so in this case, you'll see I've got a little array of five NeoPixel LEDs lighting up, turning off, lighting up, turning off. And I'm doing that with this forever loop here that you see selected. And you can see the way I'm running through that is I have an index of numbers that goes uh, 0, 2, 3, uh, 0, 1, 2, 3, 4 to light them up, and then 0, 1, 2, 3, 4 to turn them black. I have a second one that's not running right now, and I've just encased this in an if-false-then, which just is a handy on-off switch loop. Uh, inside of here, I'm running the other five NeoPixels. So for this, I'm using a little uh, array that I built, put that in view, of 98765. And those first go blue, and then they go black. So if you see my simulator here right now, I'm only running the red ones. If I flip this to true, I now have essentially two forever loops running at the same time. I didn't need to do anything fancy. It's a real uh, joy to not have to bump your head up against dealing with uh, interrupts and, and other tricky methods of doing two things at the same time. It just works for you. So uh, I appreciate that greatly. Uh, because it's one of those things that can trip you up in code. Uh, and it's one of the really nice things about building your projects inside of Make Code. So that is how you can very simply achieve threading two different sets of instructions at the same time inside of Make Code running on your Circuit Playground Express. And that is your Make Code Minute. So don't forget to tune in tomorrow, 4 p.m. Eastern Time. Okay, it's now time for Python on hardware. We do a newsletter every single week, and this is our recap with videos and more. There's so much going on, so I try to pick the best. Here we go. Okay, uh, first up, this is one of the Pythonistas, one of the organizers, um, Felice, who made these earrings using CircuitPython. Isn't that cool? Next up is Pikachu, and this is the mask. Monster mask. It makes noise and more. Big news. MicroPython is now on the Feather STM32. We have it on GitHub. We have it on YouTube. Yeah, it's got merged in, so next release of MicroPython will automatically make binary builds for this. And past us even made a video about this. Go past us. Ada, what is this? This is MicroPython flies on a feather. Okay. We have finally got our feather STM32F405 MicroPython variant merged in. Damien George says thank you okay. two days ago. And so now I can run MicroPython on my feather board. Yeah. And we still have a couple libraries for MicroPython, like for OLED and this temperature sensor library happened to work. So if you would like to use MicroPython in a Feather format, I think this is the okay. first one other than the ESP32 and H66. This is 168 megahertz STM32F405 and it's the same chip used in the Pi board, now Featherified. We're going to be focusing on CircuitPython on this, but I like having MicroPython available for the folks that like that. Cool.
Okay, last week was National 4-H week, so we had a bunch of sales and we had a lot of information. If you didn't know already, we have a official 4-H version of Circuit Playground Express. It is identical except for it's green and it took a long time for us to get permission working through the U.S. Department of Agriculture to get this on there. So please, 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 if you're in 4-H, please let everyone know in 4-H about this. Professor John had a class and in this class they were making an app and for Ada Lovelace Day they decided to put all these amazing women on this app and I thought this was good because recently there was a Forbes uh, like top business leaders list and they accidentally forgot uh, I assume it was an accident uh, women out so uh, the students and the professor made their own version so I thought that was cool nice all right Next up, uh, also in that class, they got 100 circuit playground blue fruits. So we were wondering what would happen if you have 100 of these. Um, can they pair? You know, because they're blue fruit, would they be able to figure this out? The answer is yes. Next up, in PyCon DE Berlin, there's photos. There was an excellent meetup for all the folks from MicroPython. Hug report to Christine from MicroPython who put in a pull request for this newsletter. So we got a chance to add this in here so you could check out the photos and more. And then Adafruit was a sponsor for the PyLadies uh, workshop. So you can see all of them here with some of the Adafruit stuff that they made. Speaking of events that are um, gonna be coming up soon, Supercon's coming up. And if you look in the top middle on this, you can see Scott. Scott will be doing a talk about Circuit Python on retro hardware and more. Supercharge your hardware old and new with Circuit Python. So you can meet Scott there. That's coming up pretty soon. Um, and we have hardware going there. So if you're thinking about going to Supercon, you should. And there's also some familiar faces on there. You've probably seen Mitch. We just uh, spotlighted Mitch on our open hardware daily post this, this month. Also coming up is TensorFlow World. October 20th, 31st, you will see some Adafruit Python-powered badges there. And that's all we can say about it at this time. It's a little bit of a surprise. PyCon, April of next year, it's coming up. They just posted up about their uh, financial aid and we'll be posting up more things as the clock ticks down. We'll probably be doing something big there next year. Okay, this is neat. This is CircuitPython and it's a CircuitPython poster that's powered by CircuitPython. So here is a little clip from the folks who put it together. And here's the team. So you can see this on Code and Solder on Twitter. But excellent work. What a cool idea. You take the Blink poster. is dancing. Yeah, Blinket dances. And you learn about Python and microcontrollers with a poster that's powered by Python and microcontrollers. Congratulations to C. Grover. This is the string car. It is almost done. It's a Feather string car M4 Express. Uh, the most powerful string car the ever. The most powerful string car. And what's neat is we've been watching this in development over like the last year or so. So I'm looking forward to not only having one of these, but using one of these. Speaking of new Circuit Python boards, Arturo is making a ton of cool boards and there's already variants. And if you like Arturo's work, like we do, you can sponsor Arturo on GitHub. This is a new thing, just like Patreon, but it's for GitHub. And Arturo posted, he's like, hey, they uh, took my application on GitHub. 
Uh, they said I can get sponsorship now, and now Arturo can get sponsorship. So if you're thinking about it, um, this is a way to say thank you to some of the folks that do cool hardware in the world of Python. And uh, we're a supporter already, so maybe you can be too. Thea Flowers made the CircuitPython driver for the analog devices AD5689, 16-bit DAC. Check that out, and also there's a board coming. This is a new It's a feather. power featherwing. Yeah. Feather takes flight. For high power. On the 6 to 36 volt power supply featherwing. Supplies 5 volts up to 1 amp from 6 to 36 volts in a feather form factor. Chunky. Okay. This is a bird, and then this is the video of the bird. This is a circuit Python powered raven. That oh. It was, it was like an off-the-shelf thing, and then they decided to... Uh, change it and modify it, and then use Circuit Python to have it move and do things. And this is uh, kind of a two-parter that I wanted to talk about because this is exactly what I think young people or anyone, if they wanted to get into like animatronics and more, this is the way to go. And it's very easy to do that now with Circuit Python. So we posted up this Raven, and in the same week, very same week, Khan Academy has this thing called Imagineering in a Box, and it's a bunch of high-level videos, and then the type of things that you would need to do. The only thing missing is the stuff in the box. So I'm going to email them and say, hey, y'all are doing these Imagineering stuff. We got these, we got birds, we got this. Birds. We got cricket. We've been doing a ton of robotics. We even did animatronic and Imagineering-like projects for one of our past Ada boxes. So I'm going to email them and see. You should uh, email them and be like, yeah, Abe Lincoln went yeah. to the Python. The Imagineering in the box. You just need something inside of the box. Yes. Okay. Um, this is cool. This is the easy make oven controller. This is using a Pi portal to control um, a toaster oven. And look at this like beautiful UI. It's like yeah. here's the plot and here's how it follows and you can see the temperature. You can make one of these with everything from Adafruit except for we do not sell toaster ovens at this time. Okay, um, there is a lot of CircuitPython stuff going around. This is a CircuitPython going to event and these folks make these little um, cute creatures at the CircuitPython. Uh, it's so a capacitive sort of touch. Of, maybe yeah. like plays audio effects or something. Yeah. Melissa, who is on the show and tell, uh, also showed this off. Make a Bluetooth control. Color changing. Jack o' lantern. You guessed it. Circuit Python. And you can control it with your watch. All right. Uh, this is the FT232H. Uh, Les posted up about this and showed a bunch of cool things that you can do with Circuit Python on a desktop computer and control things. Without even using a microcontroller. Yeah, it's like circuit Python libraries for any PC. Mm, that's nice. Okay. Python snakes its way to the AWS DeepRacer. So DeepRacer is this new um, AI um, self-driving car. We ordered one a year ago. It just arrived. We Yay. Ha we haven't <laughs> taken it apart yet. We will soon. But it looks like uh, already it runs Python. So this is one of the reasons that we decided let's make sure CircuitPython runs on everything. We just posted up about Blinka running on AWS as one of the examples. So Blinka snakes its way to AWS, IoT. So you can expect to see lots of Python on things like self-driving cars because a lot of the TensorFlow things and more are all in Python. OK, Scott posted up two videos. So I combined them into one. And you can watch the latest and greatest of what's going on with CircuitPython and Bluefruit with advertising and broadcasting and all the cool beacon things that you can do with Bluetooth. Take Neat stuff. All right, take it away. All right, Circuit Python, Circuit Playground, Blue Fruit, Bealy update uh, on this Friday. 
Uh, first, I've got four blue fruits here, one in the foreground and three in the background. The one in the foreground is broadcasting what color the other three should be. Um, this is known as blue in Bluetooth land as a broadcaster and three observers. Now, if I just click the button, I can switch. And now you can see that like I'm white and the other three are white. If I keep going, now they're pink. One hasn't heard me. Now they're all three blue. Um, that's really cool for synchronizing um, which animations things are doing. Um, and if I can go back. The other thing that's really neat is that multiple things can broadcast what the color they want to be. So I'm going to take this green one. Actually, let's make it red for, for Blinka. Uh, let's put this red one over here. And now what I'm going to do is I'm going to take this other one and I'm going to switch the slide switch, which will put it in broadcast mode and click it. And now you can see it's off and the other two are flickering. As I move it closer, it listens better. And let's change this to purple. So now you can see that if I put this one here, these two are flickering because they're kind of equally between the two. But if I take this one and I move it over here towards the red one, it became, becomes red. If I take this other one and move it more towards the purple, it stays purple. And of course, I can still change the color of the individual one. So that's just a quick update on Bluetooth with CircuitPython. Okay, here's a quick Circuit Python BLE update. Been working on scanning and advertising, and just want to show uh, these two devices: the Feather NRF fifty two eight forty and the Circuit Playground Blue Fruit. They're not connected. They're only listening for advertisements or advertising. So this one here is listening for advertisements, and this one is advertising manufacturer-specific data, and the data is what color it is. So if I click A or B, I cycle through the colors that I've set up, and the other device follows along. Um, the goal for tomorrow's work is to get more than one device working so that we can synchronize one device like this with a bunch of other devices all at the same time using the same uh, advertising message. And don't forget we still have the Code Academy Circuit Python courses going on, and that is the Python on hardware news for this week. There's a lot. Okay. Time travel. Let's look around the world of makers, hackers, artists, engineers, interesting stories, and more. I thought this was neat. Mm -hmm. Nobel Prize in Chemistry. Lipo batteries. We love lipo batteries. That, that is that's deserving of it. Sometimes yes. there's some of these Nobel Prizes. You're like, what is that? What is Who that? is that Who for? Knows? What happens? And this you know, useful. Doesn't make Every sense. Day. What a, what a impactful thing that this yeah. group of people did. Everything we have has a lipo battery in it. Great batteries. Yeah. There was a lady spacewalk this week. Did this that like, happen? Yeah. Okay. Um, un unless something changed, uh, I believe it all worked out. Great. Uh, they had two spacesuits. They, they had plenty of spacesuits this time. Cool. So this is Lady Spacewalk. First time, I think, in history where two women were doing a uh, spacewalk. Nice. So check our site. We're actually trying to keep track of this um, on our site a little bit, so there might be some updates on this. Next up, um, 
Aaron has this really cool jellyfish thing. Yeah. And I thought we would play the video. Uh, it's a plastic jellyfish uh, competition entry. Yeah. That she did. So let's let's watch it. All right. Neat. Next up, we have our fire pixie, Erin St. Blaine. She's here to light up the night with a design titled Plastic Jellyfish. Our oceans are our largest natural resource filled with beauty and mystery and life. There are more than 15 trillion pieces of trash in the ocean. It's estimated there are six times as much plastic in the ocean than plankton. Plastic bags drift through the ocean and look just like jellyfish, a hungry turtle who may eat them and die. This dress is used recycled plastic bags, bubble wrap, and soda bottles along with outer fruit electronics to create a bioluminescent jellyfish costume. Aaron hopes to draw awareness to the problem of so much plastic in the ocean and help save our turtle friends. That's cool. Yay, turtle friends. Okay, next up. Um, we got Arduino stuff going on the STM, and you made a little video That's right. about this. I did that too. Yeah. Um, there was STM32 Duino, which is really nice. They, it's actually, I think, sponsored, supported by ST. So um, it was actually, this is my, might be one of the first user-contributed board designs. There's not a lot. Yeah. A lot of the boards that were in it were um, dev boards from ST, but I was like, hey, I think I can modify this. It only took me a couple hours, and I added support for this new upcoming STM32 Feather, and it's super powerful, and like pretty much everything works. Okay, well, I shot a little video of this right on your desk when you got it running. Correct. So here we go. go hey, Dana, what is this? This is the STM32 F405 Feather that we've been working on, and now we have it working in Arduino with our Arduino libraries. And this is a STEM of Sunday, so I connected up an MSA 301 accelerometer into the little plug and play port, so no wiring needed even. Got the OLED going, and uh, I have a pull request to add support to this to STM32 Duino. Wanna sign up? Pick one up as soon as we have them in the store. Super fast, 168 megahertz, Cortex-M4, STM32. Okay, speaking of helpful things, DigiKey's been helping us out with this ST stuff, and they also introduced us to the Startup Magazine. I put a post on our blog about this, so Startups Magazine, um, it was a specific Adafruit interview, so you can read all the things that we did to develop the Circuit Playground in magazine format, if you want. And it's a free download. They also introduced, introduced us to Panasonic. And Panasonic, um, DigiKey was meeting with them, and they said, hey, do you want to come along? Because it's just over in New Jersey. And we're like, yeah, sure. So we got to meet the president of Panasonic, and you also got to meet the engineers Yay. who did GridEye. That's right. They were like, thank you for using the GridEye. Do such cool stuff with it. Yeah. And one of the cool things that just happened was people used GridEye to do people tracking That's right. with Monster Mask. So after we met Panasonic, we hit it off. And we said, hey, why don't you come by and see the factory and uh, bring a camera? And why don't you do an interview with uh, Lady Ada? So they put together an absolutely beautiful case study about Adafruit this really great video. They got like a drone or something, footage of New York, and you did a little bit of an interview with yes. them. Yes. So, uh, that's me a couple questions we're about gonna, we're gonna play it. parts and things, and they yeah. took some factory footage. Yeah, so this is really neat. So this is cool because DigiKey introduces Panasonic, 
you got to meet the engineers. And this is, I think, the future of how um, companies are going to work together because the people who work at Panasonic, they don't have an opportunity to be interviewed or interview someone like you. Mm. And uh, Panasonic, they make batteries for everything. But when do you get to see some of the people who work at Panasonic? Rarely. And it's pretty rare for them to meet someone like you. So I thought that was just kind of neat. So we're gonna play Teamwork. this. We're gonna play this video. Okay, take it away. Pass me. Hi, I'm Eric Johnsrud from Panasonic, and I'm here with Lady Ada. Hi. Well, where are we? We're here at the Ada Food Factory in downtown Manhattan. We have a pick and place line where we actually do in-house electronics assembly and manufacturing and testing. And we ship it around the world right here. How did you become interested in Panasonic? We've been using Panasonic components here at Adafruit for a really long time. I mean, they're famous for their capacitors and their batteries. And, you know, we always know that when we buy stuff from the Panasonic brand, we know it's reliable. I want the boards to work. I want the yield to be good. And so that's why having reliable components is so key. What role did Panasonic's grid-eye sensor play in your work? The Panasonic grid-eye sensor we discovered a couple years ago, we saw this sensor that was 8x8, and I was like, 8x8 pixel is actually just enough to be able to uh, detect shapes, what is happening on an area, where's the hot spot. So we were able to use it on microcontrollers, but also on single board computers. This is uh, some new hardware that we've recently designed. It's called the Pi Badge. It's our new platform for edge machine learning and portable applications for like quick development, rapid prototyping. And on the back, you can plug in any one of our like 100 plus feather wings. And it's got that grid eye sensor right in the center here. And I can plug it into the back and then run Python code or JavaScript or C, C++. So the demo I have on here is called the thermal camera demo. And it's doing the interpolation computation right on the board, but it's so fast, you just plug it in and immediately you can see here is uh, the 10 hertz update rate. Here's what the data is gonna look like when using the sensor. From your perspective, what is Panasonic's role in this disruptive market as well as the maker's market? Panasonic's role is to be there as a reliable partner. As makers and engineers are designing the new inventions of tomorrow, they need to have a partner that can provide them with components that are good quality and have good lead times you can actually buy. Having that reliability is so key if you're trying to branch into a new industry. That's pretty cool. I think that was maybe one of the first times that Panasonic had an open source hardware company Correct. on, on uh, video with them for their content efforts. So shout out to Panasonic and Digigeek. Thanks for that. Also, we're an open source hardware company. It's true. And you, this month is This month is open hardware, hardware month. month. And I'm trying to do an article a day. But I I'll know. You're but just really I, yeah, I'll tell you, push some, yourself. Yeah, I'll tell you. Sometimes, though, I um, will skip a day because I'll start an article and I'll start to go down a path, and I'm like, you know what, I'll just get to that one later. So I have an article each day. but On some average. Of, yeah, but right now I'm one day behind. But we'll I'll catch up. Tomorrow. I'll catch yeah. up. So here's some of the articles that we've had so far. Okay. If you want to see photos of the very first Arduino, I took photos of the first Arduino like 10 yeah, years ago. Yeah, 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 it's right yeah. there, that's it. I have photos from a, over a decade of open source stuff that I kept, and I'm really happy that my Flickr um, is a long-term archive that's still working out. 
And, and look at whose name is on there. Yeah. Mossimo's. has Mossimo on there. Nobody so, else's name. Yep. And then we have photos of the first Arduino that was made in the U.S. when we were making Arduino Unos for Arduino. They had a split between two companies, and they didn't have manufacturing for Arduino.cc, so we stepped in and helped, and we made Unos. And this is the very first one. We still have it, signed by Mossimo. You can see it, 2015. Hot off the press. Then... I did a big old article about the RepRap, and RepRap's really neat. It's the thing that started all of the open source printers. So if you like a Prusa, it got it starts with that. If you like mm. yourself a MakerBot, got it starts with that. So this you, was the origin of almost all yeah. 3D printers that are the desktop 3D printers that are available yeah. now. So we have the story about all that, some old videos and more, and uh, some of the very first videos in time lapses of uh, Dr. Adrian showing how quickly you could put it together. We also dug up some old orders. So uh, I asked Lady Ada a while ago, like, hey, do we have any, like, original orders? So I found, there's two. These and are the oldest ones we These could are the two, find. yeah. One was for a Zoxbox, and then the other one was, uh, sorry, that was the Zoxbox one, Zoxbox. And then the other one was for a Minipov. Minipov. And these, I think, are the first orders. Yeah, we believe they are. And this was the cart that we still have, but this was a week's worth of orders. Lady Ada used to walk it down Thank to the you, post cart. office. Thank you, Card is still alive. It is still alive. And this was all of Adafruit. This was all the inventory, all the electronics, everything that Lady Ada had to her name was on this table. And this was about 15 years ago. And uh, we've come a long way. Not that flashlight, though. I don't know whose that was. Yeah, not the flashlight. Kind of mysterious. Also, posted up about the very first open hardware workshop. Aya put this together. This was so important. This was a yeah. mo more important than I think people realize. This workshop yeah. really did uh, cement the, the everyone agreeing on what we would call open source hardware and how we would get there. And these are all the folks that were there. And the interesting thing is, I couldn't find anything online. iBeam, for whatever reason, took it off their site. But I had scanned in the little you know two pager that we all got, and I think this is the only evidence that we were even there. So that was cool. Then I posted up a recap of an article I wrote almost 10 years ago. In 2010, there were 13 open source hardware companies and they were making a million dollars or more. So some companies were making under a million, some companies were making over a million, mm. and then some companies, one only, was making 10 million or more, and that was SparkFun. And if folks want to do a follow-up article, Please do. That was 10 years ago. A lot of things have changed. Yeah, you even had the slides still. I have all the slides. Impressive. I have all the things. So then what we did is I said, let's calculate our orders. So we had, uh, okay. when I wrote this article on mm -hmm. Tuesday, yeah. about 2.1 million orders. So if we calculate that 5.11 of 2005 was about the first day, it was yeah, before that. Let's just say that's what it is. I, it's close. Okay. So that's been 5,268 days or... 126,000 hours. That means on average, we've shipped 400 orders a day for the last 15 years. Or another way to calculate it is we shipped about 17 orders per hour, 24 hours, seven days a week, 365 for the last 15 years. And as the first uh, person that shipped probably the most besides Zay, I remember shipping a lot of these orders. Yeah, you shipped a lot. So, I shipped some. Yeah. I shipped the first couple I, thousand. I was, I was a full-time shipper, and you were a full-time kidder. Yeah. And uh, then you would push the... Cart. Push the stuff there, and I remember... I'd, I'd go to the post things. office, and they'd yell at me. But yeah, that's that's our metric right now. So um, someone was making a, a chart, and you could see it kind of hockey stick up, and you know we keep going slow and steady. 
Um, we're at 2.1 million. We'll see. People can guess when we're going to hit 3 million. But 2.5. Uh, That's coming up soon. 17 orders per hour for the last 15 years. Yeah. Whew. Okay. It's a lot of lot of orders. Speaking of thousands, do you know we have 2,029 guides? What was on the big board this week, Lady Ana? I'm glad you asked. We have from Brent that guide for the Pi Portal. IoT Plant Monitor, which is basically the demo of uh, AWS IoT with CircuitPython. This is the easiest way to use AWS IoT securely um, and uh, use CircuitPython to make portable IoT devices. So this is going to be super cool. We now support all of the major IoT platforms. We also have Monster Mask is watching you. Um, this project has the Monster Mask plus a uh, Grid Eye, which we just heard about from Panasonic. Uh, this is a coincidence that uh, this guide came out right after the Panasonic video did. But what's neat is um, this guide uses that sensor to detect uh, humans in uh, its vision, and then um, the eye follows the person it detects. So uh, kind of a neat uh, upgrade to the monster mask to make it even spookier. We've got a, um, an interesting project. The, the circuit Python BLE remote control on off switch is basically um, this person has a computer server that does a security camera uh, in a closet and um, to turn it on and off they have to go and like physically press a button they're like I don't want to do that anymore also like you can't tell if it's on or off so they made a remote control and um, on one end the side connected to the computer it has a feather blue fruit an LED sensor to detect the blue LED that's on the front of the computer and then um, a relay uh, MOSFET to turn on and off the computer and then on the other side, you have um, a remote control feather, blue fruit, with a blue LED and a button. And so it kind of, the, you know, the button, when you press the button on one, it sends that press over to the remote control. And the LED signal is sent the other direction. So it's neat because it's bi-directional. It's not just like the power switch. You actually get feedback whether the computer's on because you can see the LED that's ghost mirrored over. Uh, it's kind of an interesting idea, an interesting solution to a common problem, which is there's hardware, it's in the ceiling or it's in a basement, you can't get to it, how can you remote control it? Um, interesting hacks, especially the uh, LED detection, I thought that was kind of cool. A Halloween M4 animated eye candy bowl is an upcycle from an off-the-shelf like Target uh, candy bowl, which has some uh, sound effects and it had a cool, but not as cool as a um, Halloween M4 eyeball, and uh, they replaced it with a Halloween 4, so the eyeball moves around, it has cool NeoPixel effects, and John Sampson provided some code. Carter um, wrote up an update to uh, what you know, did the FT232H guide, and we're like, hey, you know, by the way, you can control NeoPixels to this thing by taking advantage of the high-speed SPI port, and I was like, hey, do you want to do a quick write-up on that, and then also update the CircuitPython library? So sometimes, you know, you have a lot of chips that don't have native NeoPixel support. That's pretty common. Um, a lot of Linux boards, or um, MicroPython boards, or circuit, you know, circuit Python boards tend to have it, but um, other devices may not that run Python. Um, but they do have sometimes high-speed SPI. And if you can set the SPI speed to be six megahertz, you can kind of fake NeoPixel signals by sending a DMA stream of SPI data that mimics the pulses required for NeoPixels. So showing here how you can do that. So um, you know, you can do it on a Raspberry Pi, even though you don't need to. But on some of the other newer boards that are coming out, um, if they have hardware SPI support but no NeoPixel, you can now connect NeoPixel to them using Blinka. And then, uh, as shown 
the lovely video from JP, he made a goose game mask controller. This is a monster mask mask with these vivid blue goose eyes. He took a duck costume actually to, because um, he couldn't get any goose heads, but a duck head, it looks close enough, uh, and, and with some spray paint. And um, using the microphone on the monster mask, he can detect, it detects when he says the word honk and it sends the key command to his computer to uh, honk this uh, nasty goose. And so you can actually be the goose and when you honk, it will honk. And so you, I think, get a little bit more pleasure out of annoying young children and gardeners. Okay, so those are the guides. We'll have more Exactly. Some made in New York City factory footage here from our open source factory. Take it away, Adafruit Factory. Fruit Factory footage without either sunset, sunrise, moonset, or moon, yeah, nice moonrise. Moon, moonset's yeah. kind of nice. Changing up a little bit. Yep. Okay, 3D printing. No, and Pedro printing up a storm every single week. We talked about it. We showed a preview. Here is the eyeball. A doom. Hey, what's up, folks? In this project, we're upgrading our candy bowl with an animated eye. This year we're tricking out our candy bowl with Adafruit's Halloween M4. This animated eye looks pretty realistic and you can use the touch pads to trigger LED animations. So get ready to win this year's Halloween with animated eyes. 
the Hollowing M4 has everything you need to add an animated eye to your projects. It features a new IPS display, so it looks great at just about any angle. It also has built-in NeoPixels, so you can create some really nice lighting effects. In this project, you can touch the pads to cycle through four different LED animations. It's really easy to set up the Halloween M4 with new software. With Adafruit's firmware, you can install new programs without having to set up Arduino. Just download the UF2 files from the Learn Guide. Plug in over USB and double press the reset button to load the boot drive. Then just drag and drop the UF2 file onto the USB drive. The board will automatically restart with the new software. This makes the process so much easier so you can quickly get your projects up and running. We think it's never been easier to add electronics to your projects. To build this project, be sure to check out the Learn Guide. Links are in the description. This was a lot of fun to work on and we hope this inspires you to get your projects ready for Halloween. Be sure to check out the Adafruit Discord server so you can chat with the community. We want to give a big shout out to you folks sharing your projects. We invite you to Adafruit Show and Tell live stream so you can be awarded a free vinyl sticker. Thanks so much for watching and don't forget to subscribe for more projects from Adafruit. And then uh, since we were doing all these untitled goose projects, someone made a really cool goose that you put a little magnet in it, you 3D print it. Yeah. And so we have a speed up version of that. Oh, that's cute. Yeah, it's super cute. Goose season. If you want to learn how to make these things, 3D Hangouts, the best and longest running 3D printed show in the world. It's true. In the world. All right. Um, before we talk about new products, I just got to remind everybody, Adabox. Go to Adabox.com. If you're wondering how much time you have left before to get Adabox, it says it right there. But it's not enough. Yeah. Okay. To set up. And uh, for new products, don't forget, I mean, ITFT is the code. All right, lady, are you ready? Yes, let's do this thing. New, 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 new. Okay, first up, we have coming soon. Yep, we have a new book, Exploring Arduino, from Jeremy Bloom, uh, a maker community friend uh, and mentor to many, uh, who is writing another book, 
and uh, it's coming out soon. Sign up to get notified right. when it's released, and we stock everything you need to follow along the book projects in the store. So we tend to stock books where we have all the stuff that goes with it, so people can just get the book and all the things. Okay. Next up. We have another USB-C FTDI cable. USB-C is kind of taken over, and so we're slowly adding USB-C versions of a lot of stuff. Um, this cable is fully reversible, USB-C, and it's a five volt FTDI cable with genuine FTDI chip inside of it. On the end, you get power, ground, RX, TX, RTS, and CTS. So it's good for like, you know, we're programming a ESP32 or ESP266 Huzzah or, um, uh, per trinket or one of the older like Arduino boards that has a programming port on it. Um, the previous version we had was three volt power and logic. This one is five volt power and logic. So better for higher power, or higher voltage items. Yep. We have a uh, panel mount um, T, I guess it's tip sleeve uh, mono 3.5 millimeter jack. We've had one that was plastic body. This one is fully metal with paper phenolic um, spacers by request. Uh, Bill Bingo, he asked for us to carry this. And so I was like, sure, this looks pretty handy. Um, it's open case, but uh, you know, it's also pretty easy to solder too because the tabs stick right out and uh, you can't overheat it, melt it because it's fully metal. Um, and uh, yeah, I can just show it on the overhead because the demo photo didn't, isn't there. So you've got a, uh, um, this is the GC jack, and then you've got a hex nut and a um, little uh, lock washer, so you can easily connect it to a panel mount um, of, of any sort. And then uh, when you insert any 3.5 millimeter uh, plug, you can even see that this contact connects to the tip, and then um, this other contact connects to the sleeve, and then this middle contact is disconnected. So this is good if you want to have like a, uh, see by default, it's shorted to um, the tip, but when you insert, it pushes it out of the way. So there you go, no longer connected. So uh, it's got tip sleeve and tip disconnect. Okay. Next up. We've got NeoPixel buttons. Uh, people like these, we've sold them in packs of five, and if people are like, hey, I want 50, and I'm like, okay. So you're not gonna shoot a 50, you can break these off. Um, these are great for, if you're comfortable with soldering, you can, um, solder wires to each of the little buttons and then you break them off from the sheet uh, and each one has data in data out these are used for like you know when we have the fully um, uh, enclosed dots but sometimes you want something even slimmer so if you pair these with uh, silicone wires you can make for a very uh, small and slick um, mini LED NeoPixel connection of course use it with anything that can drive NeoPixels and then you just break these off as necessary Andy. We've got two cases um, for the Raspberry Pi. They're very similar. So I'll kind of show both at the same time. This is the bottom and that's the top. This version of the case does not have fans in it. And the case itself acts as a heat sink. Um, so it has a little nub that comes down and, and sits right on top of the CPU chip. And it's made for the Pi 4 because the Pi 4 does run a bit hotter than the rest. Um, but it's really easy to assemble, comes with all the screws and some standoffs, and um, it's chunky. If you're going to connect a hat to it, you'll want to get one of our standoff um, risers. We have these 2x20 risers, so you can connect hats to it, but you can 
Uh, you have slots for display and camera, so um, you'll have to open the display, remove it to connect the camera, but then you close it, it's nice and solid. Uh, you've got all the contacts on the side, and then, yeah, any hats you want can sit on top, or you can just connect to the GPIO pretty easily. But this is the um, solid and very quiet version of the case, which does not have any fans, doesn't require any extra power. But let's say you're like, I want more heating, I want active, sorry, you want less heating, you want active cooling. This version has um, dual fans, so it doesn't, the case doesn't uh, sit on top of the chip, obviously, because it has this slot instead where, um, you know, the fans stick out, or sorry, stick in, and then um, they're powered by the Raspberry Pi. So this does, uh, it has a slight sound. It's very quiet, but maybe you need something ultra quiet. It's not ultra quiet, not as quiet as, you know, this. Yeah, I can't it. really hear it. I'm pretty close. I know, it's, but, yeah. you know, it, it uses more power, and it does have a slight sound to it, even though it's incredibly quiet. Um, so there's two options. They cost the same because even though this one has the fans, this one has a lot more metal. But um, they both will work quite well uh, in cooling um, your Pi 4. Uh, this one, of course, will do a better job. So if you're doing a lot of your machine learning or computation or emulation that's very high power, then this fan, of course, will be better. And it does use more power because you'll be plugging into uh, the 5 volt power on um, the GPIO pins there. But two options for Raspberry Pi 4 cases. Okay, and this is the star of the show besides you, Lady Ada, and our community and all of our Adafruit team members. Yes, this is a mini Pi TFT. So this is a very adorable little screen. We got this screen and we made a breakout. Look and then, at the quality of this. Yeah, it's not Photoshop. It is beautiful. It's for real. Um, so I have the live version as well, but you can see there's two ways to use it. Either you can tiny use it, place. it's tiny. You can either use it with Python directly, which does not require kernel drivers. This is what I'm doing here. And I'm just using uh, Pillow, which is a library. That looks unreal. It does look unreal, but it's, it's true. You can actually play little videos on it, but it's, it's quite small. Yeah. So this is 240 by 135, which is um, good enough to have um, good resolution, great color. Of course, it's a full color display. Uh, in this case, I'm not using all the colors, but you can still see its color uh, compared to an OLED. Um, there's two buttons on the side that you can use to change UI or do signaling, whatever, because it's just turned out that I had to make it this wide to get all the pins and then we had enough space exactly for two buttons. Um, it works on any Raspberry Pi you like. Uh, you can either install the kernel module if you want, which is, you know, it, it does update your kernel to the latest. That's the trade-off. Or you can, if you just need basic, you know, basic drawing onto it with Python, um, use the pillow library. And uh, that's definitely the easiest way and it'll work on any single board computer that has SPI and uh, Python support, so that's handy. Um, and then a bonus on the bottom, it even has a little um, four pin quick connector. Of course, I didn't bring any quick sensors, but uh, if you have a STEM IQT or quick sensor, uh, you can see there there's um, a spot to plug that in. So it's really easy if you want to connect uh, a sensor or an output or you know LEDs or whatever, and you want to use that I2C port because you've kind of used up these pins, Maybe you don't want to use a stacking header. Um, this makes it really easy to connect external I2C devices, which is quite popular with people, especially since we have Blinka in all of our yeah. libraries for CircuitPython. Since it displays video, could you have a camera go to it? Yes, we did a, yeah. a demo we did. where we um, have the Raspberry Pi camera and the machine learning yeah. output go to this little display. It so that's work. using the, um, I think that was with the kernel module, but yeah. you could use it uh, 
Again, if you know if you can get anything into Python, you can display it on the screen. All right, and that's good product. Okay. All right, going to do a new recap. Recap. New recap. New recap. Uh, we've got coming soon from Jeremy Bloom, exploring Arduino, a updated book with lots more projects that you can build with an Arduino Uno. We have a new FTDI USB-C cable, great for any USB-C devices. This one is five volt power and five volt logic. We also have the three volt power, three volt logic version. Um, by special request, this is a panel mount, uh, tip sleeve mono, 3.5 millimeter jack, great for audio or assistive tech work. Uh, these popular NeoPixel mini buttons, as I like to call them, um, are great if you want to make very slim uh, NeoPixel projects uh, with little LED lights. Um, you just solder to the back and then I'm coming in a pack of 50. We have two Raspberry Pi 4 cases. One of them is a totally passive cooled case uh, that's fully um, milled aluminum, uh, does not have fans, uh, it's a little bit heavier um, and it doesn't cool as well as the active cooling one which has two fans, but then of course draws more power and does have a slight noise to it um, compared to the completely passive one. So we have two options depending on whether you want uh, more cooling, more power, or adequate cooling, but no extra power usage. Both for the Raspberry Pi 4, of course, will fit any one of the options, the one, two, or four gigabyte. And the star of the show is the Mini Pi TFT 1.14 inch, 240 by 135 IPS display, this beautiful display, uh, can be programmed in Python or it can have a terminal on it that comes straight from Linux. Uh, it also has a Stemma QT slash quick connector on the bottom for easy attachment of sensors and two buttons on the top uh, to select different modes or user interface. And that's new products. Okay, cool. While we um, get ready to answer some questions and then also give some away, the code is TFT. You can use that for the mini pie TFT that we just showed all the way up to 11.59 p.m. Eastern time or when I remember to turn off the code. We're going to do some top secret. Um, what however, do we have? However, don't forget, go to adafruit.it slash discord, start asking your questions. Top secret this week from the Adafruit vault. Lady Ada sent off a panel of electronics. I did, but what is in it? What's in this panel? I what don't know, man. What could it be? You guys have to guess. What could it be? Some things are round and some things are square. Some things are some small, things are some things are large. These are new products. Some things have ground planes, some things do not. to the Adafruit store. All right, check them out. Maybe guess what you think is coming right. up next. And we're still working on this cool hologram thing. And this is a uh, how-to on making animated GIFs that'll play on something like a pipe portal and then using this very low-cost way to make a fake quote hologram. It's more of a Pepper's Ghost technique with four individual panels. And then I've got a, uh, uh, a video. Yeah. Video, me talking, top From secret. What? Yeah. What is that? Next week, I think, if all works out well, we think we're going to do something that's going to change the way people can help support nonprofits and organizations mm. by buying electronics they like. And well, people love doing that. People like buying electronics. But imagine if you bought something on Adafruit and then you knew the identical item was going to go to a fantastic organization. Something like a kind of a some buy one give one. Type it's called thing. buy one give one. Okay. So oh, what a great guess. Yeah. So next week we're gonna launch buy one give one and you're gonna be able to buy a circuit playground express and for every one circuit playground express that is purchased, another one goes to Black Girls Code. Yay. That's our launch partner. 
and then we're going to work with and they're doing IoT stuff too so it's a good time for code, that. 4-H if it's a nonprofit and they're teaching kids or um, underrepresented youth or underprivileged folks or you name it we're going to handpick some excellent organizations that normally it's hard for them to get electronics mm -hmm. but all you have to do as a regular customer is buy like a Circuit Playground Express just like you normally would yeah that's cool that's very cool so it's coming soon Probably next week. Okay, great. I'm really happy about that. Okay. Back in the vault. Back in the vault. No <clears> questions <throat> about those things. Not out yet. Don't ask. Okay. So we're going to answer some questions. Okay. Post up your questions in Discord. Yeah. Uh, here we go. So um, someone said that's how they got their first uh, Circuit Playground Express through DigiKey because we did a buy one, give one with that's them. That's right. That's right. Nice. And you know what? Now they're in Discord. Now they're hanging out. Now they're doing a lot of electronics. That's all it takes sometimes. Yes. A little bit of a spark. Can do wonders. Okay. Um, someone had guessed a uh, e-ink stuff. On I can't a, talk yeah, about can't it. Talk it's about not out stuff. yet. Don't ask. Oh, someone had asked, uh, would it be difficult to pipe a small camera to the little Pi TFT? You can absolutely do it with uh, Raspi yeah. still or using their code in Python um, to, to grab frames and then yes you can output oh. them. So the person is asking if if they buy a Bluetooth Circuit Playground Express yeah. would the buy one give one? Well this is the thing. We're gonna pick a product. Yeah. So the first round is gonna be probably Circuit Playground Express. Because it's not alpha, yeah. it's got make code support, yeah. it's stable. So, We're not, yeah. We don't want to do like buy one, give yeah. one and it's like oh shoot it's so broken. just to give you an idea of how it work is you're gonna go to a separate page, not the regular Circuit Playground Express page. Yeah. You're gonna go to another page. So like when you buy this exact product, this exact product goes to them. Yeah. Okay, uh, let's see. Just wondering how to tell data USB cable versus power USB cable. You try it, and then you know. There's no, there's no way to know without actually plugging it in, which is why they're so sneaky. That's why you should toss away all the power cables only, because they get you can't tell the difference, and then you get bit, and you're like, yeah. people. I've seen people spend <laughs> hours. And they're so frustrated because they have like, they're like, I tried four cables in a row and they were all power cables. Okay, someone wanted to know could they make a light meter with it, but I don't know which product they're thinking of. Maybe it was the LEDs? Uh, yeah, I mean, if you, you can, it's not a light sensor. We don't have any light sensors uh, in new products. No. We have other light sensors in the store. Okay, uh, when would you dress up like a Lady Ada Lovelace from the painting? Uh, you apparently have a resemblance. Would I, you ever consider doing that? Yeah, but I, I don't have time right now. Okay. Yeah, that's, that's but she can cosplay as me. That's Other people cosplay as her. Yeah, people have cosplayed as you, too. That's true, okay. I think. Okay, let me see if there's any more questions. I got enough work just being me. Okay, do you know why Arduino hasn't released a Feather-based board? Do you think they ever will? Also, any ETA for the STM32F405? Thank you. I can answer some of these. Okay. So we have emailed Arduino a few times about doing a Feather format. In fact, before we launched Feather, we said, hey, we're gonna launch this thing called Feather. Do you wanna do an Arduino Feather? They didn't get back to us. I think they were too busy. And now that it's open source hardware month, I'm going to, probably one of my last posts, I'm gonna say, hey, Arduino, at this point, if you were to do a Feather, you'd get this entire ecosystem. And it looks like from Particle to SparkFun to everyone has moved to this format. Um, it doesn't matter to us. We just think it'd be good for the community. Yeah. So there's no reason I can think of why they wouldn't. They could make, you know, you could also make an adapter maybe. Yeah. So uh, that's, uh, so, and I actually think usually they listen to their community. So once I 
posts about this, I'm gonna say like, hey, just let Arduino know. In fact, you can email them now, you can tweet, just be like, hey, it'd be really nice to have a feather form factor. They know that. They also know that people want things like Python on their boards. Yeah. They know this. Um, so it's it's up to Arduino to decide, is this something that we wanna do Or they can decide the not to. Or they can yeah. decide not That's to. That's fine. And then any ETA for the STM32. It's not out yet, Boop. but it's, it's on the way. Okay. And then I think that'll be it for now. Let's uh, get ready to give something away. What do you want to yes, give away? Yes, we're going to give away one of these <clears throat> Pi TFTs. Really? Yeah. Really? Yes. Really? Yes. So you think you're yeah, going to give away I'm going to give away one of those. What are the rules? Rules are if you've won something before on this show, you can't win again. Only one winner per my lifetime. The first person to call the phone number and answer the magical questions will be the winner of the Pi TFT. Last yeah. week, uh, it was given away within 2.0 seconds, so you gotta be fast with your fingers. That was pretty fast. Um, yeah. Put the phone number up soon, and when you call, I'm gonna pick it up on the second ring, and I'm gonna say, ahoy, ahoy. Congratulations, you've called Ask Engineer. What's your name, and where are you calling from? And if you can answer those two questions, I'm gonna gift you a free 4393, no purchase required, ship anywhere in the world. I've had people call from like Australia, that's fine. Okay. If you're awake, you can call. Whoa, oh, fast, wow. fast. So fast, we didn't even get to do the overhead cam. Yeah, I know. You guys were too fast. Are you ready? Um, we're not, we weren't even ready. That was so fast. Yeah, we're ready. Okay. Ahoy, ahoy. Hi. Hello. Congratulations, you've called us here. Please turn down your computer audio. So I would. I'm sorry. So I want to buy TFT display? Yes, but you have to turn down your computer audio. Uh, okay, um, where's my iPad? Hello? Yes. I can't even repeat, I was so fast. This is very hard. Can you hear me? I, I can't because you have to turn down your computer audio because I'm getting. That should an be echo part of effect. the trivia question. That should be oh, part of oh the sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I thought you said turn it on. No, 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 turn it off because, yeah, that, that way I can hear you. Okay, so hello, what's your name and where are you calling from? Okay, so my name is Antoine okay. and I'm from Czech. Okay, well, congratulations, Antoine from Canada. Yeah. You have won a Pi TFT. All you have to do to claim it is email support at adafruit.com, S-U-P-P-O-R-T at adafruit.com and say, hello, it's me, Antoine from Canada, and I have won a 4393, and they will send it to you. Thank you so much. Yay, congratulations. What's, what's a project you're working on or you want to work on? Okay, so um, I'm actually, I just bought, um, I think one week ago, the Huzzah starter, starting kit. I'm so sorry, I speak French. Yeah. <laughs> well, the Feather Huzzah um, starter kit. And, um, well, I was working on the Cupcake recently and on, um, like, Gemma projects. So I've completed my Cupcake. It's working. I mean, it's super awesome. Yeah. I'm working on the Yeah. Okay, cool. <laughs> well, you can maybe do some of this Pi TFT or, or not. Uh, when you build a project, come by Show & Tell. We'd love to see your project. You sound like you have a lot of enthusiasm and excitement for electronics. It's wonderful. Well, thank you so much. I'm very glad. Yay, okay. Well, don't forget to email support at adafruit.com to get your free prize and have a wonderful night. Okay, good night. Okay. That was awesome. Success. Okay. So that is our show for tonight. There was one last question that came in, so I was hoping maybe you can answer yeah, it. Yeah, right, right, yeah. What was it? Hi, I'm new to electronics, and I am familiar with Linux. Zero experience coding. Bought a Circuit Playground Express the other day. 
I'm trying to get my daughters and myself in electronics with some quick and dirty information that's easily digestible to give us some good ideas. I'll tell you. I know the answer too, but why don't you go ahead? Well, I would say the quickest possible thing is to go to uh, plug it in, go to makecode.adafruit.com and check out the learning system. That's my suggestion. That's right. What's yours? It's the same exact thing really? because we've got, it's great for beginners. It uses a scratch-like programming system with blocks, which is you know perfect for beginners. Um, we've got a lot of really good, easy beginner tutorials, also built-in tutorials into makecode.com. You can follow along. It'll tell you what blocks to drag over and what they do, and you can immediately start making really cool light-up effects, which I think any kid loves. When I was a kid, I loved colorful lights. Yeah. Um, I don't think that's changed. I think all kids do. And so uh, they can pick their favorite color and display them on the LEDs, yeah. um, make There's sound effects. crafting portions of it. If yep. they're not ready to do coding it, that's okay, too. You could be working on the coding part. They could be working on the crafting part. We have and all the together. Cartoon Network mm -hmm. um, guides. Yeah, we have like there. a half a dozen so Cartoon Network guides. So learn.adafruit.com. Halloween guides. Yeah, and our whole idea is, like, you should be able Holiday to get guides. something going in five minutes or less. Yeah. Makecode.com is pretty easy, and it works great on Linux and Chromebooks. Yeah. It's, it's, it was hard to okay. get that going, but we did. Well, that's our show for tonight. The okay, thank you, everybody. Mini Pi TFT. We're going to be here next week. That code lasts all the way up to 11.59 p.m. Eastern Time. I want to say a special thanks to all the Adafruit community members in Discord, all the Adafruit team members, not only here, but remote. Thank you, Jesse May, that's in Slack, that's helping out tonight. Thank you, all the folks who purchase things from Adafruit that keeps us going. And we like to do this, and we hope you like what we're doing, too. The way to reward us, if you have any money spent on electronics, is use this code so you can save some, and you'll support this cool group Don't forget to buy one, give one more. next week. So Probably next week. Take and I think this is going to be a big deal because um, every time, you know, we give away free stuff and orders. Well, this is just another way. If you're going to buy something, you can do this anyways. Okay. Okay, cool. That's it for Good tonight. Good night, everybody. Here is your moment of Zener.